All we need is a little understanding Walk a mile in their shoes And if we keep our hearts open-minded We'll enjoy this wild ride called life And if we keep our hearts open-minded We'll enjoy this wild ride, this wild ride called life Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the True Sweet Hide podcast. Today, we have myself, Annette, your host, and Christina Kimbrough. She is a military spouse, Navy, so I'm really, I'm so thankful to have you on here today. There's so many things that you have to share, and I can't wait for the listeners to hear it because, as you know... For everybody that's listening, these stories are always so raw and personal and heartfelt from real people. And that's what I want to continue to share with you guys. So thank you, Christina, for being on here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and then we'll get into your story. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, So yeah, like you said, I'm a military spouse. We live in Chesapeake, Virginia. So I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio, um, and I met my husband in San Diego, and he's from Texas, so we always just laugh. People are like, you've covered all the coasts. I'm like, you know, we sure have. (laughs) Um, But my story really just begins, um, you know, obviously in childhood, I, you know, I'm a childhood um, survivor of trauma, and, but my mental health issues didn't show up until my mid-20s, and I really started sharing that online, on Instagram in particular, And then speaking locally um, and, you know, it kind of took off. So um, it was, it was amazing. It was, you know, I think people just resonated, you know, I was really honest and real about my story. And then, um, but all the while I was drinking. So I, I identify as an alcoholic. I, I dealt with, you know, addiction issues to alcohol and a year ago, a year ago in Jan, like last January, 2020, I moved home to Cleveland, Ohio to get sober. Um, because I kind of just hit my, a personal rock bottom and, you know, was just ready to my husband, you know, we were just at the place where we're like, we need to, we're going to either split up or you need help type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, we didn't separate legally by any means. It was an act to save our marriage. Um, and I got treatment and then got sober in COVID, which has been, just crazy in itself, you know, <laughs> and, um, and then just started sharing my story again online, like with my audience and it's grown organically. Um, and so I work right now as a micro influencer. So I'm not, sure, you know, if you don't know what that is, is basically I just share my story of hope and recovery and then partner with brands um, and then get paid to share their products, you know, do that kind of thing. And, you know, and I, a lot, I just work with brands that align with, um, my story and like, you know, my brand itself. So, um, it's been crazy. It's, you know, I would, I would say it's funny. It's like, it's not a career that I saw myself taking. Like I, I, you know, this is also just a whole new field influencing in itself is new. And I, you know, obviously in the last like five years or so. Um, and so my husband and I just kind of looked at each other and it's been in the last like six months. Um, and he's like, do you, you love this? And I said, I love it. You know, um, 
And he's like, well, why don't you just try and let's do this full time? And so here we are. That's, you know, I've never, <laughs> I haven't never heard of micro influencer, but it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So that's, that's really amazing. So what made you decide to just be that vulnerable and, and yeah. shift? Because that's not easy at all. Yeah. Thank you. No, it's not. And you know, um, well, but first of all, I always laugh. I tell people I have my bachelor's in communication, so I'm just a talker by nature. <laughs> so, you know, I love people. And so social media was just like a natural thing for me, you know, but um, so I, I'll, I'll back up to when I, my husband, we were dating um, at the time, but like about six years ago, he was on a deployment and I hospitalized myself for a panic attack. I thought I was having a heart attack. Um, cause I, I'd never had one before. And then I went into suicidal ideation. So just, just not wanting to be here, you know, type thing and it scared me, you know, cause I'd never gone through that before. Um, so yeah, so I hospitalized myself I was there like three days. Um, and you know, I didn't tell anyone I didn't tell my mom knew my grandma knew and my husband knew, but he, you know, he was on a carrier in the ocean somewhere. <laughs> um, you know, but, um, you know, and so I had to quit my job, all the things. And I got out and my friends were like, where were you? You know, like, what, what were, what were you doing? And, and I just, I remember feeling humiliated. Like, I just felt like I couldn't share. And, and then I remember being frustrated because I was like, you know, if I had broken my leg or gotten a car accident or something physical, people would have showed up with flowers or a card or, you know, and so I started to share and then people would, weren't mean, but they were just very awkward. They they were like, you went to the hospital for what? You know what I mean? So that was frustrating to me, you know? And so eventually I, I stayed silent for a few years, kind of just, you know, um, trying to figure out how to take care of myself, all of that. And then I just decided to come out on Instagram and start sharing. Um, and I say now, you know, my goal is threefold. It's to educate people. I think we just don't really understand you know, which is completely, I get that. Like if you've never lived with it or don't know someone, you know, why would you understand? So it's education and then to provide hope because I'm living with a chronic mental illness, right? Um, a dual diagnosis and and living a wonderful life. Like I, you know, I still have issues of course and life's hard, but my life is good for the most part, you know, so to provide hope and then end the stigma. I, I um, there's a huge stigma around, addiction and mental health. So those are, you know, my three reasons for sharing. No, thank you. And that, that absolutely does take strength and bravery because I think also in the space that we're in as a military spouse, right. active duty or, or whatever the case is, that's, it's hard to feel yeah. comfortable enough to do that. So yeah. when you first started doing that, how was the response? Yeah. It's funny you said that because I even remember, I don't remember who it was, but I just remember like someone, or it was just like a kind of a known thing where people were like, don't tell him you're in the hospital. Like you're gonna, you know, he's already under a lot of stress and like, you know, he's dealing with so much and like, just don't tell him. Right. And I'm not here to speak. I don't ever give people advice like, or you know what I mean? I don't like to say like, this is what you should do. Maybe that works for some spouses, but that's not my relationship with my husband. You know, he would have been actually been really upset if I didn't tell him. He's like, no, I want to know. I want to be there for you type thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, I would say at first it was like that, you know, that like people were like, oh my God, you told him that? How could you do that? You know, like he's, he's 
deployed. Like you need to hold down the home front. Like you need to be strong. Like, you know, rely on other people. You need to be there for him. So I think initially was the case, but then as time went on, I didn't shut up. <laughs> Cause I was like, screw y'all. I'm doing what I want. No, I didn't say it like that. I'm a lot nicer than that, but it was, you know, it really was, it was just kind of like, and it was funny because I, I observed that response and I was like, well, this has to do to me. I would think this has to do something with the high alcoholism rates, suicide rates, you know, all these things in our community. Right. And so it made me even more passionate to share. I'm a very gracious person. I didn't go out there and tell those people things, but I was like, no, I'm just not going to stop talking. <laughs> no, good for you. We needed that because I, there's so many Facebook groups out there mm -hmm. for all of us, in different communities. And I was just speaking about this last night, how there was a military spouse who was bullied in mm -hmm. Facebook group, mm -hmm. maybe last year, a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. she took her life. Oh my God. It's just like, yeah. And on that, like, not to cut you out, I'm just passionate about this, but like, um, I remember it was like three years ago, we, um, I'm in Hampton roads, you know, area of South of like DC. And, you know, I was getting involved military with everything military, right? Like, cause I, I, I do, I love this community. And I remember I stood up, we were, we had like a meeting on like mental health in the military in general. And I remember I stood up and I like asked a question. I said, do we know the statistics of deaths by suicide for spouses? And everyone looked at me and they were like, no. And I was like, why aren't we tracking that? Like, why don't we know? Yeah. You know, and so no one really had a good answer. And, and, and I'm not upset. It just kind of, and I just kind of pointed it out. I was like, well, the, it happens, mm -hmm. you know? And I said, and I shared what I'm sharing with you right now. And this is like two years ago or maybe three. And I said, you know, um, I don't feel like I have the space to share my story. You know, I don't feel like I, and I was like, I'm by no means like, hopefully don't come off like this, but I'm not taking away from the crisis of suicide from veterans. But I also think that we can have both conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't, I don't think like me sharing my story is taking away from that you know what I mean and then and ironically at the time I was still in active addiction so I hadn't even addressed that but you know there's also a, so we definitely don't have statistics on deaths by suicide for spouses and then in our community the drinking rates are just through the roof I mean I'm not sure if you've had that experience but you know I came in as a girlfriend at like 25 I met my husband I mean and we were drunk the whole weekend which it was fourth of July it is what it is you know I had a blast right. but we continued to drink and, you know, that's part of my story is my alcoholism, you know, really continued and blew up in being a military spouse. And it was just normalized to drink at every occasion, you know, and it was normalized to not only drink, but like blackout and get drunk, you know, so it, it's, you know, I'm not here to judge anyone, but it was just, I'm the outlier. <laughs> just put it that way. No, I you sharing that because those things we don't talk about those things especially Terry right. we keep that in the house there's mm -hmm. that we go out and share that stuff especially if you're senior ranking yeah exactly sure <laughs> it's a lot of pressure sure so we need people like you to say um I get it I live it and yeah that's what I'm doing about it because yeah I think we have to just make that choice you know Thank you. yeah 
Yeah. And it's one of those things, like I, I always like to come up, like I say up front, like I'm not anti-drinking by any means. I'm not anti-alcohol. I'm just, it didn't work for me. Right. Like it, it doesn't, I can't, I'm, I can't ever have one. Like I'm just, that's my life and that's okay. I've, I've come to accept that, you know? And I think I don't have the answers. I just think that if I could share my story and maybe someone goes and gets help, a little bit quicker than I did and I could save them the misery that I had to go through, you know, or even, and I'm not even pro, like, I don't think that everyone has to come out and share like I do. I'm making this my life's work. Like, this is what I want to do. But I think if we can just share and then let other people be like, wait a minute, maybe I do need help. You know, I was just talking to someone about this with the alcohol thing. It's like, you don't have to identify as an alcoholic, but like, how is it impacting your life? Like, are are you living your best life? Like, is or is alcohol keeping you from that? Are you hungover? Are you not present with your kids and your spouse? Like, I guess I'm just passionate about getting people to re, like, examine their relationship with substance. Absolutely, and that's that right there. I mean, that's that's the passion. That's mm-hmm. incredible because you're not you're not we're not here to judge. We're just here no. to share with you what we went through and how they exactly. help. <laughs> so exactly. I'm not going to judge you if you don't want to say anything or if you do want to say anything, but maybe just relook your life. And exactly. See. Yep. You got it. So no, I, I appreciate that. And gosh, it's just so needed. And I think especially now there's just a lot of shit going on right now. Tell me about it. No, for real. And that's why I've said, I'm like, you know, I'm just more passionate than ever about sharing my story. I don't know the statistics, but I'm sure you've seen it. But like, yeah, like deaths by suicide are up during COVID, you know, drinking's up, addiction's up. And so, you know, I think it's just, I want to share now more than ever to, to show people that you can recover, you know, and you can live a decent life, you know, without substance or, you know, and, and I, I, um, I have a chronic mental illness. Like, so basically like it's my, my psychiatrist have said, like some people go through phases, right. Where they might be depressed and it'll go away. Mine has been with me. I think I'll, 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 I'll probably be on medicine for a very long time. Um, but my hope is just showing people like I manage it. Yeah. You know, I manage it and it's okay. And it's possible. Yeah. It's okay to be on medication, you know, exactly. Mm-hmm. Saying, Yeah, I take Prozac or I've been taking Prozac for the past 10 years or whatever. But, you know, if that's what helps, then that's what helps. And not everybody take medication. So you meditate or you do whatever. So, but it's okay Yep. to, you know, to have it, to live with it. And I think one of the things my husband had to tell me when I was in that really dark place and feeling sorry for myself, he's like, okay, so are you going to live with it or are you going to suffer from it? Oh, that's so good. I was like, you're right. I could yeah. continue to sit here and cry all the time and, and everything is wrong and nothing's my fault or I can just own it. Yeah. Say, okay, this is it. Yeah. You know, now yeah. I'm going to do just like what you're doing. I'm, my passion is to share it, to give other people hope and you know, all, all that stuff. So it just, I think I really feel that this is, this is our calling and it just takes somebody one of us to just raise our hand up and say this is this is this is it and it's okay yeah yeah for those that are afraid to use their voice that aren't ready to use their voice so um yeah no i i applaud you for for doing that it's it's you you guys it it is scary so 
Yeah. I say that all the time. I'm like, you know, not all the time, but I'm always like, you know, I just shared on Instagram about hospitalizing myself for, you know, suicidal ideation and, um, you know, and cause it's not something I talk about that often, you know, it really isn't. Um, and even though I'm an open book, it's still, that's, that's one of the harder things to talk about, you know, is hospitalization and, and suicide. And, and I understand though, because it's a very misunderstood topic, which again, makes sense, you know, and I also believe that for many reasons, but because we don't talk about it, you know, and so, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, I was very nervous when I hit, you know, share, <laughs> um, and it, but it, it's always funny is like, I mean, I've been doing this for like two years now, pretty regularly, and I, I, I have gotten the best responses, I mean, I can truly say that I really have not had one person judge me. I mean, maybe they are silently, <laughs> but I mean, you know, the, the outpouring of support has just been, I mean, if anything, the only hard part is when people come back and I'm sure, you know, maybe you've gone through this is and say, you know, I'm currently struggling or, you know, I, I, you know, that's when it's hard because I'm not a therapist, you know? Right. And so I can't necessarily be there for them. You know, there's always that line of, that I'm trying to balance and walk, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's overwhelmingly positive, you know, or, or good, you know, people are so kind. Yeah. So. Well, that's, that's really great. That that's, that's important. But even when you do get a negative response, how, how do you deal with that? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would say, you know, I, I kind of just look at it like, I don't know that person and I don't know their journey. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think I've experienced abuse and I, I think, you know, looking back on the people that abused me, they were hurt too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's an overly used phrase, but like hurt people hurt people. So I think, you know, when someone's angry or mean or whatever, I block them <laughs> because boundaries, yeah. like I've learned that therapy has taught me enough, you know, whereas like, they're just not welcome in my space, you know, like if you're going to be mean, it, it just, I can't, you're not welcome in my space, but I also, I am very kind and I'll say, you know, like, I wish you well, like, I, I, I don't understand where this is coming from personally, but you probably are going through something and then I block them, you know, because, and then try to just forget about it. Cause you know, what else can you do? You know? Yeah, no, you're right. Have you lost anybody? I, let me, let me start over. I've lost friends mm. started this journey. Yeah. They just didn't know how to, they didn't know how to react or they didn't know what to sure. say, or they were like, sure. why are you putting your stuff, why are you putting your business out on social media? Sure. So, sure. and that, you know, that sucks. And, yeah. Right. But it's like, you know what, but this is, if this is saving my life, yeah. you don't want to be a part of it, then. Yeah, that is what it is. That, yeah. That, have you experienced? You know, it luckily I've been blessed. No. Um, I, yeah, my friends have been, it makes me cry. Like just overwhelmingly kind, just like, so yeah, just kind, you know, I think, I think, but also it stems from, I've been vulnerable with my friends. So they've, watched me on this journey does if that makes sense you know what I mean like the, my best friend in the world from high school knew I was hospitalized so she was one of the ones but you know like so so once I started sharing openly they I don't think they were surprised <laughs> you know if anything they're like oh it's just Christina you know what I mean so you know I think um and maybe, and maybe, maybe they didn't tell me and they're uncomfortable and, and maybe that is true, but overwhelmingly it's been, I've been blessed. Yeah. It's been good. 
No, that's amazing. And maybe they were just, they needed to be educated by you. Sure. No. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good point. Oh, for sure. Because I definitely have friends who, you know, of course, maybe didn't go through it firsthand, you know, and didn't understand. Um, but I got blessed in the sense that they're very open-minded people, you know what I mean? And I think, you know, I'm 32. So I think my generation also is just very like social media. Like we just share our lives, you know what I mean? So I think it doesn't, this isn't that strange. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? It's not like they weren't like shocked if that makes sense. They, they were kind of like, we're kind of not like none of my friends share like I do. I don't know anyone that shares like I do. I'm just saying it's very like it was just a natural transition they were very you know kind of like this is just our world now it's nuts you know it good or bad it is what it is you know so oh that's so great you educated them and you made it to the point where it was okay to yeah share it because you should yes. not be ashamed we are totally trying to help other people as yeah well as ourselves our, our yeah. self-healing journey so Really. And, you know, you made me think of something good. If anything, it actually brought me closer to some relationships in my life because I think people felt like they could open up and share some of the darker things that they were going through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like we, I've always had good friends and tried to be that person that was there for people. But I think, you know, I think people were more willing to let me in even more so when we got closer and bonded more when they were like, yeah, like actually I have depression or oh yeah, I deal with anxiety or my relationship is X or, you know, you know, whatever. So if anything, yeah, I, I think I grew closer to some people. So. No, that's amazing. You know, and I, I just thought of what I had, um, a couple of my soldiers end up even years later say, you know what, thanks for, for saying all that because I yeah. had a difficult time as well, but they didn't yeah. to talk to because, right. you know, so it was just such a, it's really quite the experience, you know, yes. I think we are really blessed no matter what the case is. Cause we're still here to share. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And as someone who, you know, ha has been on the brink of wanting to die and, you know, all of those things, it's like, I wake up and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, like I'm here, you know? And, 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 and honestly, I really, to me, it's not about the numbers. Like, of course it's nice to grow your following and the, the audience and all the things. Right. But like, you know, and like I, if I could help one person, like I had someone DM me the other day who, you know, was just having a hard time. And she's like, sometimes I look at your feet and she's like, you know, if I, if Christina can do it, then I can do it. And you know, that just made me tear up. And I was like, that wasn't an insult. That was like, that made me feel good. You know what I mean? Cause it meant that, you know, she knows that I struggle cause I'm very open, you know, I'll share days where, you know, I go through depression where I can't get off the couch and shower and, you know, it's, and it's, it's interesting. I I'm still figuring this out as a micro influencer. Like, what does that even look like? How do you share your story authentically and all the things? Um, because I do have really good days where I, I look nice and I'm dressed and all the things And there's days where I don't, you know, so I'm just learning how to balance all of it. Yeah, no. And that's so real. That's what we need on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, we need, we need the real stuff because you know, um, gosh, I, I decided to check into TikTok. I, I swear okay. I swear I was never gonna do it. Ever Yeah, ever. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twenty year old is on it. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 
you know, I was scrolling through and I, I came across a couple of videos from these poor kids. Yeah. Were crying and they were responding to something that they received negative feedback on. Mm -hmm. like, you know, these, there's so many people out there on all these different social media platforms that are just trying to find that space yes. to get heard. So yes. it broke my heart because it's like, you know, all they're trying to do is whatever and people are still being mean. Yeah. Know? They're just yeah. kids. I so know. I think that's even more reason why I wanted, you know, I try to have the conversation so that it's pushed down to everybody to know that, you know, we shouldn't really rely on what people say on social media because they don't yeah. know you. No, they don't. It, and it, they never will. No, they don't know what's going on. And it, even if they think they do, <laughs> they don't. Um, and so they're just trying to be ugly. Mm -hmm. so yeah. And it goes back to like what we were talking about. Like it's that hurt people hurt. You know what I mean? Like I really, maybe I'm like too optimistic, but I genuinely believe that I don't think people gen want to hurt people. I think it just comes from a place of pain themselves, you know? And they, of course there are evil people, like, of course, you know, but, but I'm saying in general, I believe that people, it's just a way to like, you know, um, communicate pain they're going through, Yeah, you know, and yeah. they don't know how else to deal with it. So, so they spit out words before. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it happens at all ages. <laughs> it does. It does. I'm telling you, I know. It, it doesn't end. You're always going to find that one. And you're like, really? We're in our 40s, man. You're going to. Yeah, like. So. Yeah. Oh, no. It's funny you say that. You made me think of a story I didn't want to share when I was. I did get bullied by spouses as well, you know. And when I know. I So I moved in with my husband when we we weren't. We weren't. We moved in when we were dating. Like, we, we didn't get married yet. And I am. Um, I moved from Cleveland, Ohio to Jacksonville, Florida to live with him. That's where he was stationed. And, you know, I just had some spouses say some nasty things about me. And like, she's coming down here to take all your men and she's not married. Why would she do that? Yeah, I know. And, you know, it was just the crazy stuff. And I remember, and I was like 25. And I just remember being like, really? Like, I have a really kick-ass job in life. Like all these things you think I'm good. Anyway, you know, so yeah, it, 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 it doesn't change. It doesn't. So you just, <laughs> I, you know, I think it's funny. I, I don't regret that experience. It's funny, you know, now because it's like, I, um, I grew from it in the sense that I just remember being like, you know what, I'm not going to prove myself to these girls. Like I'm going to be here, live with my now husband and I'm going to work and I'm going to be nice. And I'm just going to show them that I'm a genuine person, you know, and then just let the chips fall where they may, you know, and I never became friends with this person, but, um, and then, but her friends, I became friends with afterwards. And it, and I learned, you know, like that she had been through so much trauma and was so upset personally, you know, with her own life. And so I just remember thinking like, just kill him with kindness. <laughs> yeah. You know, put those boundaries up. Like I'm huge on the boundaries, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to return it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Good. For Thank you. Yeah. You just reminded me of that story. I was like, oh yeah, I've been there. <laughs> well, I, I love your, your passion and your fierce, your fierceness. So it's, it's so, it's so awesome to see that. I, I think we need more people like that. 
in this in this type of community because it's so hard it's really hard so um what do you what do you see yourself doing next what do you want to do yeah yeah it's funny you saw that I actually just met with like a business coach yesterday to just kind of because this is new to me like I've just been steadily gaining followers and just like stuff like that and opportunities and so you know honestly I think um I want to parlay it when all of this COVID is over into public speaking some kind of public speaking um and then I want to use my husband's GI bill to become a therapist so and like yeah and like an addictions counselor so I'll have a year sober February 3rd so um thanks yeah so you know once once I hit that which you know is less than a month away um you know, I'm just going to kind of figure out what online school looks like and all of that. And then just, um, you know, just continue sharing my story of hope and recovery online. Um, you know, it's been crazy. I always say I'm like, you know, COVID is awfully on, you know, been awful, but for me in a way, I always hold space for people, but like, I've also connected with people I never would have, you know? So it's like, it's, it's pushed me out of a comfort zone and I've done zoom meetings and made friends like you, you know, like all over the place and been able to share my story. Whereas like, maybe I wouldn't have, who knows, right? you know? So it's, it's, I think it's definitely, I've taken my career and like, it's birthed something I never would have dreamed of. <laughs> so. I'm glad you said that because it has, this whole thing has been so crazy, but then again, we wouldn't have met all these people. Yeah. Right. Share these stories. It's like, you know, God had, he has some crazy plan. <laughs> I think so. I do. I, I do. I, I believe God too. Yeah. I have a faith and, and that's kind of, and that's why I'm like, maybe it's like, I try to look at the big picture because I'm like, I really don't know, you know, the whole purpose, but yeah, I mean, like I, I, I shared, just was sharing with my, the business coach and I was like, you know, I never saw this becoming a career, but you know, it's weird um, I was never one of those people who I wish, but who woke up and like knew what they wanted to be when they grew up, you know, <laughs> like who had the calling, the figured it out. I've kind of like seriously stumbled my way through all of it, you know, and at 32, I think I know, I know I'm getting much closer. You know, I, I'm, I'm like, I love doing this kind of thing. So I, I'm definitely getting closer. <laughs> That's awesome. No, Thank you. I really love that. So what advice would you give to those that are still like, I don't know if I should share my story. I don't know what people will think. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that question. You know, I, I think it's, it's, I think you definitely need to know when to share. So I think a big thing is to, um, forget my favorite writer, maybe Glenn Doyle, someone, one of the big ones, Brene, I don't know, but said like, you don't want to share from a gaping wound, right? So like, you don't want to share when you're in the middle of something. Yeah. Not that you can't, right? But I think you just need to pay attention to who you share it to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like make sure it's a, a, like when I, like right when I got out of the hospital, I didn't put it on Instagram, you know, or I didn't share it to too many people and not that you can't but I think people may not be ready for it and then you also may not be ready to get the response that you get does that make sense yes you know so true. and you may not even be in the headspace to take on that response so I would say you know obviously it's a very very personal journey there's no share for three months six months you know but I would say 
the first thing to think about is like, am I ready to share type thing? You know, like, where am I in my healing journey? Where am I? And then the second thing is, you know, just also, you know, be aware that you may not get the response that you want from people, you know, and it's, it's, I think you need to like, you not you, but you know, like people like that want to share is really dig deep and say, why am I sharing? I'm very pro sharing. Right. But I think it's, 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 it's something that you don't want to just like come out and do. It's something that you want to think through, you know, and, you know, and definitely like talk to a friend or like a spouse or someone first, you know, you know, and, and figure out how you want to share. But, um, yeah, my biggest thing would be like the gaping wound thing. Like just maybe when you're in the middle of it, maybe not sharing, or maybe once you're like right out of it, you know, I, you know, but that's, that's hard too, because I shared, um, my sobriety story a month in. So once I was a month sober, I felt comfortable sharing. So like I said, there's no magic time. I think it's just more about doing the work inside to kind of figure it out. So, right. And you know, I think that's really important because sometimes we feel like if we share it, we're going to be validated, but I don't think we we shouldn't rely on that. Yes. Uh, You're, you literally put what I'm trying to say hundred percent because I would do that too. Like exactly. And that's kind of what I'm trying to get at is like, figure out why you're sharing it. Are you doing it? Cause you want to be seen and heard. You know what I mean? Like, because yes, absolutely. Because I have shared my story with people before and not gotten the response that I wanted, you know? And I didn't know that I was even looking for a response until after I shared. Does that make sense? You know, and exactly like you said, so like, yeah, like with the you know, sobriety was, has, was a pretty good experience, but my, I would say like the hospitalization, you know, some people would just not know how to respond or not say anything, you know, and that to me hurt even more, you know, when people wouldn't say anything. So yeah, that is a very, very valid point is just, you need to be aware that like, you may not get the response that you're looking for. That is so true. So be ready. Right. (laughs) Because you might not get (laughs) And I think, and, that, and it goes, yeah, and it goes back to exactly like that's why I'm just like very, very, like wanting people to say like share it from a place where you're ready. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be completely healed. Like, look, I still got a lot of junk that I'm dealing with, and I'm talking all the time, but I'm also in a stable or place where I can handle feedback or you know like pushback or whatever it is whereas if you're right in the middle of a divorce or getting sober whatever your big thing is in your life you know it's anyway yeah no so lovely you're that's a great point absolutely you just made me think of when you're in an argument and you just say whatever yeah come back and (laughs) it just like it all comes out because you don't care so it's 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 just just as sensitive as that. So kind of yes for you, right? <laughs> yeah. You, you know what's funny you said that is my husband, you know, because he's Navy, we had to email each other and there's nothing like e- fighting over email, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're a military spouse, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. So you understand. So, but we have taken that and we're not always perfect at this, but like when we're in a big argument and like, you know how like you argue and you just go in circles and like nothing's getting said. So anyway, 
we will like go in our separate corners and like write. So like we will write emails to each other, you know, and say like, this is how I'm feeling. And then usually what happens is it's always happened for me is like the emotion gets taken out of it, you know, the anger. And then I can, I can almost step back and say, wow, I was being ridiculous or whatever. And then I like delete half of it, (laughs) you know? And then, so anyway, it's, that's just really worked for us. So no, that's great because I just yeah. about angry texting. You can yeah. texting sometimes is good but bad because you don't. Yeah. You know, you think that you're arguing, but you're not because of the yeah. reason. It's just this back and forth. It's, it's- totally. <laughs> yeah, and and the funny thing with texting that sucks is this: it's there. <laughs> yes, like- you can't take it back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god, it's so crazy. <laughs> so what okay so you gave the advice where can people find you yeah thank you so instagram is um just my first letter my name so c and then kimbro and then the number one and then my website is just simply my first name christina um kimbro.com christina kimbro.com perfect well i am i am just so proud of you for doing what you do can't wait to see you in this journey now to help people and with your therapist therapy and being a therapist and all that. It's just, it's, it takes a lot of, a lot of strength and courage to do that. So thank you for reaching out and being on here and sharing the story. Keep us posted. We'll, we'll go follow you on your. Yeah, please do. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share my story. You know, your podcast is wonderful. This is a really good format for people to share like longer form you know i love that because i I, you know instagram's great but it's only like a paragraph you know so i think these are just really valuable this is a very valuable medium so thank you thank you so much i look forward to connecting with you more and seeing your journey Thank you for listening to the Truths We High podcast, created and founded by your host, Annette, the founder of A Wild Ride Call Life. Also, a big thank you to all of our sponsors for each and every episode that is aired. We have so much support from them and all of our listeners. You can find more information at www.awildridecalllife.com.